1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Winston Preparatory School is a leading school network for students with learning disabilities. Learn more about Winston Prep and register for an open house at www.winstonprep.edu.
0: Well, it's very inspirational to hear about anybody who accomplishes anything so well, but particularly when somebody has to overcome a disability to do it, it's even more awe uh, inspiring. Our guest, Ben Washburn, is uh, a member of the U.S. Paranational Team for Rowing. He was born and raised in Madison, Connecticut. He's only 22 years old, and he went to school around here. He wrote at college. Ben Washburn, welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show today. Hello. Hi.
2: Hi, Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, it's really a pleasure. I read about your astonishing accomplishments in the Hartford Current not too long ago. We wanted to have you on. So tell us a little bit, Ben, about who you are, where you went to school. Give us, you know, in your 22 years on this earth, give us the short form story. Go ahead. Talk to
2: us. Uh, Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, So born and raised in Madison, Connecticut. Um, I went to high school at Hopkins School, which is where I learned a row um and then i then went to williams college and i just graduated in june i wrote congratulations. years there thank you thank you yep no definitely have to be done there's a lot of school um but uh, now i'm living in cambridge massachusetts where i'm training with the u.s paranational team uh i got selected to the team in june we had like a really long selection camp down in new jersey um we've already had a race actually in paris uh, where we got the gold. Um, and then uh, I guess as far as my disability, yeah, I was born with uh, a club foot in my left leg. And it's more than just a, a foot disability. It's sort of like the entire lower leg was sort of dis- disformed at birth. And I had to have a bunch of surgeries. And I spent many, many years in either a wheelchair or, or crutches and certainly with a cast on Um and that that's that's helped me out a lot and got me in a lot better place and I'm able to walk and run a little bit and obviously row. Um but still kind of have some, some lasting things from that.
0: That's amazing that you were able to overcome all of this. I was reading about your disability for just a moment. The Hartford Current said, Is this right? Fifty surgeries? Is that right? Uh
2: fifty I think it may be more like 15, perhaps. Uh, I don't. I don't remember the exact number. Obviously, a lot of this happened when I was a little kid. Um, yeah. So sort of before my my like have it, the memory fully solidified. But yeah, like in the first uh, maybe like eight or nine years of my life, at least half of that was spent in a wheelchair. So you know, wasn't wasn't the biggest uh, kid in in gym class. wasn't the biggest sports person um, at a young age. Um, so it's been awesome to be able to get into rowing and get to a higher and higher level, higher than I ever thought I would go, to be honest.
0: So it's amazing. You must be in fantastic shape. And how do you, as a para, tell me a little bit about the Para Olympics. In other words, do they have accommodations for your disability to make it easier for you to be in the boat, you know, with your feet? Like, how how does it work? Or do you just have to say, well... I don't get any other assistance or accommodations. Like, what happens?
2: Yeah, well, so the cool thing about um, para-rowing and para-sports in general is that it's a lot of – like, every single person, for the most part, has a different disability. So it's not like it's everybody with club feet or some people that I've rode with are visually impaired um, and, and or other, other people had sort of accidents that left them with longstanding dis- disabilities. Um So the thing that's cool is everybody's different, and you sort of have to learn how to come together and make it work. Uh, I personally, um, in in all of my time, you know, when I first learned to row, um, actually in Old Lyme, uh, Rogers Lake, and then at Hopkins School in New Haven, and then at Williams, I never really took any accommodations. I sort of just tried to do my best alongside everybody else. There are some people who who do require some sort of accommodation. There are also different levels of para. So I'm I'm in a PR3 category, which means I do have functional use of my legs, body, and arms. But then there is, for example, the PR1 category where they just have functional use of their arms. So they're in smaller boats, and those boats are modified compared to, like, what a normal person would row.
0: So you're rowing in a regular – they call it a skull maybe or a boat i don't know what they call it but uh a
2: shell so a yeah, shell. I, yeah i'm in i'm in a four person boat yeah
0: okay and you're in a and and there so if i were to look at the boat uh that you're rowing in uh, would i see mm-hmm. any difference between that and any other boat that anybody else rows in or the same boat
2: uh no you would not no you would not uh, it would look look identical from from the outside and hopefully our rowing would also look just as uh, good as any other boat i think it would
0: Unbelievable. And how many people are on one of these shells in a rowing, you know, in a team?
2: So it, it, it's super specific or super, um, it, it, it totally depends. So like in in college, for example, I rode in an eight and that's pretty standard. Um, high school, I rode in a four, but also, you know, you can row in some, some bigger schools have eights or there's uh, singles and doubles. That's so like one or two people. And the other thing with rowing as well, if you're not super familiar is a person can either have, one oar that they're dealing with or two oars that they're dealing with. And that's either sweeping or sculling. Um, so the boat that I'm rowing in right now with the U.S. national team is a coxed four. So we have four rowers and a coxswain. Um, and then it's, it's, a, it's a sweep boat. So we all only have one oar that we're rowing with.
0: You only row with one oar?
2: Oh. Yeah, so you have like uh, you, have, you have both hands on the oar. Everyone has a side. So I'm like a starboard. Wow. Um, there are ports. Um, yeah, no, rowing is, is a really cool sport, um, and there's kind of a, a lot of complexity that goes into it that you don't necessarily know or think about on a high level. You may be like, we're to watch it in the Olympics or something, um, or if you ever got up to Boston for the head of the Charles is another uh, one of the, the more common places that people know about rowing.
0: It's very popular in my town in Westport because we have the rowing club and people come from all over oh, yeah. <laughs> to row. And then they go to Sarasota for the big national. So I know a lot of people who are really into it. It's just, you have to get up really early in the morning. Typically. You have to, Oh yeah. No, I've already, person.
2: I've already had practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Right. And uh, so Ben, so um, this is just phenomenal. And what, how much um, training, you. how much training, how much practicing do you have to do every day to stay in shape for this?
2: So, uh, the, the U.S. national team training regimen is pretty intense, um, definitely way more intense than at Williams, where it was, it was a D3 school. We, we had a lot of success. Um, we were a little limited just because of how um, intense the academics were and the amount of commitment required there. So, this is, it's all sort of new to me because this is all my first couple of months on the team officially. Wow. Uh, but... Basically, uh, we try to get two sessions a day on most days. Um, Every morning we're out on the water doing 20K about meters, um, and that takes about two hours or so. And then the afternoon is sort of cross-training or whatever you want to do, Uh, and that normally is like an hour and a half or two hours, lower intensity, Uh, and then actually... Almost always right after the morning practice, we have a lift or a core session. So I already had a lift this morning as well. So I actually I don't even know what that adds up to, but well over uh, 25 hours, maybe even approaching 30 hours per week. I'm not, not sure exactly, though. So
0: almost a full-time job itself. We're chatting with Ben Washburn. And Ben, you majored in, in physics and economics. Obviously, you're That's a brilliant right. yeah. student if you went to Williams. <laughs> So were you anticipating going to the working world now, which is sort of going to wait until you're finished with this, like in your own life, what's, what's happening?
2: So actually I also just started a full-time job, um, almost like synchronized when I started on the para team. So I've been, I've been doing it for about a month. The reason why I'm able to make it work is it's a remote job. It's a, it's a company that, builds uh, utility-scale green energy infrastructure, so, like, really big solar projects, wind projects. Um, and I'm super excited about that job. And the company, I think, has really cool prospects as well. I see doing really important work. And I'm on their, on their uh, strategy and business development team. So it's sort of thinking about what can you do with the green electricity that you're producing um, besides just putting it on the grid in sort of a a standard way. So I, so I'm really excited about it. It's definitely been a lot. So it's sort of just like, wake up, like row, like go to work, row, keep working, like go to bed. <laughs> but um, It's pretty
0: great because you're using your mind and your body all day long.
2: Yeah, no, I, I I'm super excited about it. It's been a pretty awesome like post uh, graduate life for me. I, I, a lot of my friends have been going on awesome trips and, that's really cool. And I hope to do that at some point, but um, it's a little bit different, but I'm really, really happy about it.
0: And I understand the next big thing is the world championships. Is that right? Yep.
2: Yeah. So in September, uh, early September, maybe uh, actually right at the end of August, we're going to all fly out to Serbia. Um, going to be there for two weeks. The first week's going to sort of be acclim- acclimating. And then the second week is the world championships. So the best rowers in the whole world are going to be there. Um, I think we're really excited uh, about how we're going to do. We're going to hope to probably try to get a medal. I mean, a lot of things have to happen from here um, to then and a lot of training. But I think we, 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 have, we, have, a, we have a shot at it. Um, and then that leads even into that's a qualifying race for the 2024 Paralympics in Paris next summer. So it's all sort of part of the plan leading up to 2024.
0: Well, we'll be watching your progress with tremendous enthusiasm. We'll be cheering you on Ben Washborn and uh thank you for coming on the show and sharing your story. It's quite inspirational, I will say. Very.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah, really really happy to be on.
0: Yeah. Uh I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful what you're doing in your everyday life working towards a better planet. And then with the rowing and how you exhibit um, overcoming disabilities, you know, it's very inspirational to a lot of us who can barely get off the sofa most of the time. And, you know, here you are working out and doing your best and you have a, a bit of an obstacle to overcome. It's, it's really, it is inspirational. So Thank you for doing it, and I want you to know that you stand out there as a model for people. Hey, I had one more question for you, Ben. Where do you find- Yeah, totally. This is a very specific question. Where do you find people to help train people that have disabilities like yours? I have a very personal reason to ask this. My husband, Mm -hmm. husband, uh, he has neuropathy in his feet, and it has really impeded his ability to do his regular exercise routine. But his arms and his upper torso are perfectly capable and healthy. But it's very hard for him to figure out what exercise he can do without, you know, because it's nerve pain. So it it starts everything Mm -hmm. up again. Um, How do you find, how do you go about finding somebody who can train and help you if you have a disability? Do you know?
2: Um, Well, I think, I, I don't have like an immediate thing that comes to mind, but kind of more like, some, some advice based off of like my experience would be uh, just sort of keep experimenting, like keep trying new exercises or new groups. I, I found a lot of people have been super supportive, um, like my entire life with this and all the people that I know in the pair community, I, I think it felt very supported as well. Um, but like rowing like was not, it's not like a very common sport I'd say in a broader sense in the United States. And like, it wasn't like an obvious choice for me. Like I tried tons and tons of different sports and almost all the ones that entailed like running around at some point pretty much never worked out as you maybe could imagine. Um, so I, it's it's not like rowing was the obvious thing for me. So I, I just, I kept experimenting and experimenting, trying to find new things, never really, giving up and then essentially with rowing, like it sort of clicked and like kind of started off on a better foot than maybe any of the other sports I had done. And so sort of just really attacked it from there. So I guess, I mean, what I would say is there's always something out there that, that probably will work better. So
0: don't give up, keep
2: looking for that and you'll eventually find it. Yeah.
0: That's what I'm hearing. Don't give up, which is a great message for everybody. Ben Washburn, congratulations to you. We'll be cheering you on in September. Keep us surprise of your progress, okay?
2: Totally, yeah. Thank you so Thank- much, Lisa. I will.
0: Pleasure. Ben Washburn on the Lisa Wexler Show, and we'll be right back.